Good to be in the Lord's house. All smile at me. It won't hurt long. I appreciate inviting me back into glutton for punishment again. Amen. Matthew chapter number 28. Very familiar scripture. Never looked at it like this before. But ever since I've been talking about Valentine's Day, wanted me to be here to Valentine's Day. I thought, well, got to thinking about true love. And, and, and love's a word that we throw around just like we're feeding the chickens. Is that right? And I got to thinking, I'm going to give you some dirty words here in a few minutes. Think about, uh, I'll just give them to you now. This day and time, here's you some dirty words. Are you ready? Commitment. Here's another one. I jotted them down. I don't want to forget them. Everlasting. Vow or promise. Faithfulness. There's another dirty word that the world don't like. Hmm? Oh, here's one. Marriage anniversary. We don't like that much either, do we? Here's another one, giving of ourselves. That's dirty words, too. We're supposed to be takers, aren't we? I, I want to read these verses, and if you will, stand for the reading of God's Word, not for me. I'm, I am blessed and privileged to be here. And I want to say this, I, I'm reading you out of a book uh, that the author is not of this world. Uh, there's no book like this book I'm reading you. Uh, there will never be another book like this book I'm fixing to read out of. I don't care how many fuzzy-headed professors you run to. This one will be standing when all the little fuzzy-headed professors are going to stand before their maker. Amen. Amen. And, and it kind of makes me about ready to throw up when somebody thinks they're smarter than God. Amen. There's no way you're smarter than the dealer. <laughs> Amen. But anyway, let me give you this, and it'll, it might help us. And I hope that there's another word that people are starting to think it's dirty, but it's really not. It's called chocolate. There ain't a thing wrong with chocolate. You just can't eat it by the bucket full, all right? All right, but now, uh, down around verse uh, 16. Let's go to 16, uh, chapter number 28. Did I say 25? 28. Let's go to chapter 28. And the last four verses, four or five verses, I'm going to read 16 through 20. And, and, and I want to give you what God's put on my heart. And uh, then we can go, I guess. It says here, the Bible should read like this. Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee and to a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. 
And when they saw him, they worshipped him. But some doubted. When you get a crowd together, there's people of all kinds. Amen? And that's no different this morning. Uh, that's just the way it is. But some doubted. It uh, says here in verse 18, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. I appreciate your reverence for the Word of God. I got to thinking about this. If I, if I make it and Joan don't run me off, before June 30th, I'll be married 38. <laughs> 77, somebody help me. Is that, that's 38, right? 39, yeah, though, I'm enjoying my 38. How's that? I said that to say this. So, Gary, what's the secret? I'm lucky. I'm blessed. I didn't live good enough to deserve such kindness. I, I don't understand why some things work and some things don't. That's not my call. But I know in my life, boy, God has really blessed me. And I can't stand with my chest stuck out and say, boy, if you do this, here's the secret. All I know is stay under His wing. Frank, that's the only thing I can tell you. I may not see 39. She may get tired of me before then. She gets right with God she won't. She'll, she'll keep me. Amen. And if I stay right with God, I won't leave her. Now, wait a minute, preacher, getting on my toes. You may not like me time I'm done. But here's the deal. I said all that to say this. Our love, and I can't talk about no one. Everybody thinks their love is so special. Well, it is. It's yours between you and someone. It is. But, but, but now, here, here's the thing. Our love, amen, I, I don't have to be holding her hand. Boy, it's wonderful to do that. There's a difference between dating and marriage. Lots of folks like to date because there's no commitment, no faithfulness, no promise, no vow. There's nothing. Amen. And, and lots of church members that way too. They don't want, they, they, amen, they, all they want to do is date. And if, and if they don't like it, they'll go on to the next date. That's the way that goes. But I was thinking about, and the only thing I can, you know that you're the bride of Christ. You are the bride of Christ. Say, preacher, you make me uncomfortable out here in the, in the audience. I may just come sit with you. How's that? But we are the bride. And, and my love grows continually for my sake. The older I get, the more my love grows. The older me and Joan get, not that she's older, I am. But our love grows. She finishes my sentences. She, she brings me, when she thinks of something, and I, how did you know? It's crazy, ain't it? 
The Bible's right when it says you become one. Amen. And what I'm trying to get to is as committed as we are. The world don't like that. They look at me and Joan, and, 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 and I don't know if I'm ready for senior citizen coffee, but I get it. And we go in. We go in, and they say, oh, you're so cute. I ain't trying to be cute. I ain't. Oh, you've been married 30 something years. It's so cute. That ain't cute, honey. Hey, man, that's commitment. Get you some. That's faithfulness. Get you some. How did you do it? Well, it ain't no good in me. It's him. Get you some. Hey, Amen. I'm going to tell you something. Relationships will not last in this day and time. Fifty years ago, they might because it was a moral standard was a whole lot higher back then than it is now. You can like that or not either. Amen. Right now, everybody's on roller skates, and if you don't please me, I'm going down the road. Ain't that the way that goes? There's no commitment, no faithfulness, no vows, no promises. I ain't, hey, I'm going to tell you something. If you can't benefit me, see ya. But I am so thankful. Amen. I, I think about this, and I got to thinking about this Scripture. Now, in verse 16, I think it was when we started reading, the Lord told Mary and them when they come, He said, and, and all that, he said, he said, I'll meet you and tell the disciples, I'll meet you in Galilee. Tell them I'll meet them there in Galilee. I want, I want to say some things here about commitment. And I, I want you to think about it. I have failed in every sense of the word in my commitment to my Lord, uh, to my wife, to my children, to my community, to my church and where I've been. Well, I, I, all I am is a failure saved by grace. And if you look around in here, this whole place is full of nothing but misfits. Ain't, ain't nothing good about you. You're a worm. Amen. Just get a, hold, get a hold of that. Get over your bad self. Amen. If God was not in you, there ain't nothing good about you. Amen. Amen. There's none righteous, no, not one. Amen. So, saying that, I don't know why. And I'm using us because I don't want to pick on nobody else. And you may have been married 75 years. God bless you. And that took some commitment. That took some faithfulness. That took some forgiveness, some patience. I know she's got to be patient to put up with me. I understand that. And she's about to shout. I can see that. I ain't even going to look at her. Amen. But here's the thing. I got to thinking about the Lord. And I got to thinking about what He has done for us. And what we're looking at. And my love grows for Him because I'm getting older and I've been through some things. And if I continue to live, I'll go through some more things. And my love will still grow fonder for Him. But He loved me perfect to start with. His love will never grow. Why? It's a perfect love. He loved me to the uttermost. Amen. And I'm saved to the uttermost. Amen. So I want you to notice He said, number one, that he would meet them in Galilee. And I want you to know, number one, commitment. That is a dirty word in today's vocabulary. We won't stick with a job. We won't stick with church. You won't stick with a wife. You won't stick with a friend. You won't stick with nothing. Amen. That's the way the world is. Jesus said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. Lo, I'll be with you to the end of the world. I thank God I'm the bride. Amen. And the, my husband is Jesus Christ. 
Amen. And you know what? He will never leave me. He will never forsake me. He is committed unto the cross. He was committed unto death. Uh, and He's committed sitting at the right hand of the Father. And He's committed to come back and get me. Uh, and I'm committed to go to heaven. Amen. Yeah. So you love, preacher, you mighty right. Amen. Why? Because my husband, amen, the Lord Jesus Christ, I, we're part of the bride. My husband, amen, is committed totally unto me. Can I ask you something right now? What are you committed to? Totally. Don't matter if they hurt your feelings. Don't matter if they, if they do you wrong. It don't matter what goes wrong, what goes bad. What are you totally committed to this morning? You can look around and tell not much. Not much. I got news for you. My wife can tell when there's something wrong with me. She can tell when I'm hurting. She can tell when I'm not being honest. Why? Because we're one. there's something hindering you this morning I don't know about you but it's been a bear fight all morning ever since prayer room I told you I was honest the only way I know to fix it is when I think there's something wrong with my spouse honey everything okay That opens the door to where me and her can get it fixed. Amen. Hey, you young folks, listen. It all about, it ain't all, all about the nasty now, now. You'll figure that out. Amen. So if there's something hindering you this morning, here's the thing. You can think about this. Bring it to him. Ask him what the problem is. Because Houston, we have a problem. Amen. Amen. And I'm just going to give this to you. We have a commitment problem. We have a commitment problem. We always leave ourselves a way of escape to where we don't have to commit wholly to whatever it is. I'm telling you right. How many things in our life have we committed wholly, totally to? Somebody said, well, when do you leave church? The only way I'd leave my church. Are you listening? The only way I'd leave my church. Churches are going to go through valleys. They're going to go over mountains. They're going to go through stumps in the road. They're going to go through mud holes. They're going to go through everything. The only way I'd leave my church is if my church changed what they stood for. Now, you have, you have all kinds of things in the church, but when the leadership of the church, and, the, and I don't know why I'm doing this, but when the leadership of the church changes direction and goes the other way, opposite of what's in that Bible, that might be time. But other than that, hey, I got news for you. 
I was on vacation, and they voted me out of being Sunday school teacher. Why? I must have been preaching a little. I was hurt. If I ever, ever, ever wanted to quit and hang up, that was it. Mama wanted to quit. I've told you this. May have told you this. I've told it a lot, but it's always it's been a blessing to me. Mama was ready to hang it up, throw in the towel, and talk to her. And I said, Mama, we better pray about this. She was hurt more than I was. Why? Because, hey, it's me. Really? Her baby. If you want Mama's claws to come out, mess with her baby. Amen. I guarantee you. The little 90-pound mama will climb your frame. I guarantee you. I said, Mom, we better pray about this. And I was hurt, man. I went back and, and was talking to Mama. And, and she said, I've been praying about that. She said, you know what, son? Ain't enough devils in hell run me off my church. I learned something right there, son. Boy, they, they just, no substitution. We there's no substitution for commitment. Well, it's got to be true love. No, sir. It's got to be commitment. Amen. I love pizza, but I don't want it every night. I love meatloaf, but I don't want it three times a day. We have to be committed. There's lots of folks that may be saved by God's grace. Their problem is they're not committed. No wonder we're not getting blessed. There's no commitment. Boy, when I read this, you can read those four or five verses. And son, there's commitment in every verse. He said, Lo, I'll go with you. I will meet you there. I will be with you. And I'll never leave you. I'm with you always. He's still with us today. Amen. Can I say this? Everything he told the disciples has come true. And he said he'd come back after me. And he's coming. Amen. How do you believe that? He's one of his word. Are you? Not if they make me mad. Won't you get right with God? Get over your bad self. Become a servant of the Most High. There's where your joy is at. Amen. Not being stubborn. It's being committed. Notice this. Verse 16, he said here, he's, so he said in verse 16, he said, the 11 disciples went away into Galilee into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. So here's what we need to do. First thing we need to do this morning is get where we're supposed to be with the Lord. If you want the Lord to meet with you, it's your move. You get committed to Him. Quit waiting on a ticker tape parade. Quit waiting uh, on some kind of uh, uh, sign. Quit, quit waiting on, on all this. Hey, this is by faith anyway. Amen. Serve Him by... You got saved by grace through what? Through faith. Amen. Not of ourselves. I didn't see no sign. I needed Jesus and He moved in by faith and He took the house off of my back and He cleansed my heart and He never moved out. I've messed up and walked away and done everything wrong. I walked away from Him for eight years and He never left me alone. I was raised that you could lose it. Amen. But when I walked away from God, He never left me. That blew my religion out the window. 
How come Sunday tore me asunder like it? Why? He moved in. He ain't moving out. He means what he says and says what he means. Hello, Tokyo. Huh? He committed unto us on Calvary. He ain't backing up on that, honey. Oh, no. He's, amen. You can read over when he started to wash the disciples' feet. said he loved them. He loved them unto the end. A million years in glory, he'll still love us. That's commitment, honey. Amen. But no, the first thing to do for commitment, that's the key to marriage, isn't it? Yeah, it is, Gary. I'll answer myself. Get committed. Get committed. You want a blessing from the Lord? Get committed. We sit back on our blessed assurance and wait on God to do tricks for us, don't we? When we're not a bit more committed to Him than we are to the man in the moon. Amen. It's a help you. It will. So preacher, you're mean. Oh, you ain't seen nothing yet. This is love message. It says here, the eleven disciples. So they went to Galilee, and there he was. And get, get this. When you see him, look in verse 17. And when they saw him, what they do? They worshiped him. When you really see him for who he is, you'll get beside yourself. When you, re- when you really look at what God's done for you when He saved you, really look at what God's done for you when He kept you. Amen. Why am I here and other folks have passed on? You ever asked yourself that? Woo! When I think about how blessed I am, I just want to worship Him. Why? Because my next breath is dependent on His mercy. My next heartbeat is dependent on His grace. If I see my anniversary, it's depending on a loving Savior. So where are you going to be tonight? I'll see you here if you'll let me come back. <laughs> Commitment. Commitment. Here's the thing. Verse 17. When they saw Him, they worshipped Him, but some doubted. Well, you get a crowd together, there you go. Amen. When you really see the Lord in your life, you'll really appreciate your marriage to Him. You'll really appreciate being saved. Really appreciate Him. Amen. Let's go on. So n- number one, He was where He said He would be. And they showed up. Get where we need to be. Number two, when they really saw Him, they began to worship Him. And look here, number three, in verse 18, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Can I say this? He's not only committed to us, but He's something that can do something about His commitment. He keeps us. Amen. I can't keep myself. How many bloodstones I've lost. If that was salvation, I'd be lost every other year. If it was a pocket knife, and ain't nothing wrong with bloodstones, I like them. I carry one when I get one, until I lose one. (laughs) Amen. But when he committed to me, he moved in. And he's not moved out. And he's able to keep that which he has saved. Amen. And he will come and he will redeem that which he has saved. Amen. So he is totally committed to me. I wonder how we're committed to him. Mm. Well, I love Jesus. 
It shows in your walk. It shows in your talk. It shows in your church attendance. It shows in your language. It shows in, every, it shows in everything about you reaps of who you are. Yeah, buddy. And I told you, I can't keep nothing secret. Amen. If I'm upset, you'll know it. If, I, if I'm glad, hang on. We're going to shout a while. Amen. If I'm hurting, oh, you'll be hurting with me in a minute because I'm going to tell you all about it. That's just the way I am. I, I, notice this. Jesus came and spoke to them all power so He can keep me. He's committed to me and He can keep me. Look at here. And here's what, here's what I got to thinking. Go ye therefore. In other words, go live your life. Do what you're supposed to do. Work where you want to work or do whatever God wants you to do in your life. Go live your life is what He's telling them to do. Go do that. But when you live your life committed unto Him, amen, you're going to be doing some things. What are you going to be doing, teacher or preacher? Well, here's the thing. You're going to be showing them how cute you are 38 years later. When you get in senior coffee, young folks, the Lord tells is coming, you'll be getting senior coffee one of these days. I don't like coffee. Oh, you will. Go ye therefore, so live your life is what he's saying. And I never looked at it like this before. It says, and teach all nations everywhere that we go. I've got a ring on my finger. Don't wear it around my neck. I wear it on my hand. There's a reason for that. I shouldn't have to chase that rabbit. Amen. Hey, when the Lord moves in, you shouldn't have to wear a t-shirt that says I'm His. Ain't nothing wrong with it. You shouldn't have to. Amen. It ought to glow. He ought to glow out of us. Amen. If we ever commit unto Him, honey, you can't hide it. Amen. Amen. So he said, go live your life. And that's what we're trying to do, is live our life. He said, and teach all nations. When, when people ask us, and I'm just using marriage as an example, because everybody was in love yesterday. I don't know how they're doing today, but it was Valentine's Day or today is whatever. And we celebrated yesterday, and we're wearing red, and everybody's in love with everybody. Ain't that the way that goes? And tomorrow it'll be different. Amen. And can I ask you this? Did you get a valentine for the same woman you got one for last year? Hello, commitment. How we doing so far? Amen. Are you still in love? Preacher, we'll not have you back. Oh, I got a half a tank of gas, honey. Have a good day. If you don't commit... To him, you'll probably never commit hardly to anything else in your life. And you'll never get anywhere going halfway. You'll never get there. If I get halfway to the door and never go no further, I'll be cooped up in here forever. Amen. If I get an empty plate and walk up to the buffet, and if I never get in that, I'll stand there with an empty plate and starve to death. Commitment, man. So if you had bad times, no, sir, we've never argued. I better get out. No. No. We're human. Hello, Tokyo. We're human. Amen. We've argued all day long on the phone, and when I get off work, guess where that Ford heads? Straight to Larkin. 
Amen. Why? Hey, I know where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Amen. I got to go home and do some apologizing so the stove cut on. Hey, there's something to be said about commitment. Commitment. So here, go ye therefore. Say, he wants us to go live our lives. What he's saying. Disciples, go and teach all nations. You know what? When they see somebody that's been married 5, 10, 20, 30 years, hey, you don't see that much anymore. Everybody's newlyweds. What does that tell you? I don't never I would never want to go to work where all the managers are 18. That tells you they don't last long. Amen. It says here, go ye therefore and teach all nations. So by us being committed to him, and he co- he's already committed to us. We're shining a light. We're teaching the world. Hey, there is a better way. Amen. We was talking to a lady in, in Sunday school. And the best thing that you can do in spite of adversity, in spite of any trouble, in spite of tribulation, in spite of everything going wrong, the best thing you can do is just stay committed to Him. Amen. It says here, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Ghost. What does that mean? Well, what do you do when you baptize? All, all the baptism is is really showing the world that you have passed from death unto life. Amen. That don't save you. Water won't save you. It takes Jesus to save you. That's a public showing of what's happened on the inside. That's what baptism is. Don't sprinkle me when I'm born. Wait till I get saved and put me under. Amen. Yeah, buddy. Baptizing them. So here's the deal. He told his disciples to go. And he told them by going and being committed to him that he would be, they would be teaching. And we're still teaching the biblical principles of the disciples today. So here's, here's something else. And by doing that, amen, we're not only showing them and telling them this is what's right. Don't you like people that just tell you everything's right and they're not doing it themselves? You're just going to go, hmm. Huh? Amen. But those examples... Those in the church, will you listen to me, young folks? You don't know it all. Far from it. Amen. Here's the thing, and the old folks don't either, but here's the thing. Some of these white hairs, some of these folks that's been in this thing a while, do you know that they're closer to death, naturally speaking, than you are because you're young? Why are they wasting their time in the Lord's house? Why are they so committed? Tell you something. There used to be a lady in our church, Barbara Wiggins. She's still there. And when that lady opens her mouth, man, you better take notes. She's so full of wisdom. Man. She'll just testify. And it's just like, wow. Here's something, young folks, listen to me. These folks that's been in this thing a while, that's been committed. They could have committed to lots of other things. Amen. Why are they here? Think about that. My time's limited. Hey, I'm past 50 way back. (laughs) Amen. My time is very limited. My my dad died at 64. And, And 
and I'm just I'm just using that for a benchmark, whatever, may may not make it out the door, but my time is very limited. And knowing that, what am I doing hanging out here? I'll tell you why, because there's something good here. Hey, I met someone that committed to me, and I'm committed to him. And the longer I stay in this thing, the sweeter it gets. Amen. Amen. I don't understand people that just won't commit. Amen. It says here, baptizing them. So he wants us to commit. He wants us to commit. Look in verse number 20. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. By you committing, and by you living, committing, that's committing, by you being faithful, you're showing others. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. If your car is parked in the driveway on Sunday night, your kids will think it's all right to leave the house and watch the Super Bowl on Sunday night. Oh, that'll get you on it. You're going to preach on Super Bowl? I ain't above it, honey. If it comes before God, it ain't right. Ain't no way you can slice it. You can't put enough icing on it to make it right. You just can't do it. Guilty as a junkyard dog. You want to be blessed of God. I'm, I'm just, that's it. It's commitment. You're going to hit, it rains on the just and it rains on the unjust. Troubles come, troubles go. But commitment to Him. Oh, you, you commit to Him, you'll be committing to other things. Guarantee it. Really commit to Him. Let's finish this up. Teaching them to observe all things. So you'll be teaching folks when you commit. Whatsoever I have commanded you. When you give your life to the Lord totally, submit to Him. Not what you think, not what Grandpa said to do, not what you promised you'd always do and all this in the church. No, no. Amen. You'll not stand before Grandpa. He don't sit on the judicial committee in heaven. We'll stand before God. And we'll give an account of the deeds done in this body, good or bad. Amen. Amen. So, so here's the thing. We're teaching them. We're teaching them to observe all those things whatsoever I have commanded you. Here's what I want to get to. And lo, I am with you always. And to the end of the world. Here's the message. He committed to us. We live in a world that won't commit to nothing. Absolutely nothing. Everything in our life, we leave, we leave a, a door open, a loophole where we can get out of it. Well, the Bible says you can drink wine. Really? It's another message. Well, the Bible said, just does it. You've read one verse. All right. I got news for you. The Bible don't contradict itself. What we need to do, as I, as I think about how sweet marriage is, when it's right, it's wonderful, and, and it makes you the most happy and the most mad. Am I close? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some amens there. It will. Why? Because it's the closest to your heart. The people that make you the maddest are probably the ones you love most. That's what makes you so mad. 
commitment, faithfulness, vows. And the Bible says it's better not to make a vow than make one and break one, so be serious about your vow. You better be serious about that. Amen. <clears throat> faithfulness, commitment, and vows. Promises, I put that right. What have you committed to? Can I, can I say this before I close? If you're here this morning and you're lost, you've never, you've never committed your heart and life to Christ, will you listen to me? He committed to you over 2,000 years ago. He died for people that will never accept Him as Savior. Amen? But He died for all. And the Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So here's what we need to do. So preacher, the, the deacons need to be committed. Sure they do. Whether the church and the choir needs to be committed. Sure they do. Boy, the Sunday school teachers, boy, they need to be committed. Sure they do. The people of the church, they need to be committed. Sure they do. But before you can commit to the things of God, we need to commit to God. We need to commit to Him. And if there's no commitment to Him, you needn't expect commitment anywhere else. Amen. And let's quit dating. Dating's highly overrated. Quit dating your friends. Quit dating the church. Quit, date, quit just dating. Why don't we commit? I ain't talking about run out and ask somebody to marry you. No. I'm talking about commit. Commit to things. Be who you say you are. Act like you say you are. Double standards is not commitment. Are you hearing me, kids? Double standards won't work. The Lord died for us. He committed totally. I'm not now done. He's not taking it back no matter how we act. Ain't that something? I love you. <clears throat> he died for those that spit on him. He died for those that pierced his side. He died for those that beat him. He died for those that dressed him up in a make-believe royalty outfit. He died for them. How committed are we? Have you ever committed your heart to him? I mean, really. I ain't talking about religion. Religion's the worst enemy we got. It is. You get steeped in religion. I'm telling you what, you just about have your conscience severed with a hot iron. People are so hard to get to. They're so steeped in religion, they think they're going to earn their way some way. No, sir, you must be born again. Can I borrow the piano player? Yes. I've got to close. After 38 years, we've probably been through... 39 or 40 Valentines. We dated a year or two. High school. After all that length of time, guess where I took her? Hardy's. <laughs> Didn't matter. And I sat across the table from her. Life's good, man. I don't have to be king of the hill. 
I don't have to be bull of the woods. Why? With her. Content as a bug and rug. We seen a limo going through Waynesville. And here we are riding in our little Taurus going down the road. 38 years. There's somebody on a date riding in a limousine that'll be with somebody else next year. Woo! I'd rather have my Taurus any day of the week, honey. Amen. Hey, listen. This stuff of being steeped in religion, can I say this? I'd rather have Jesus than anything I know. Hey, he's, he's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Hey, I don't have to have a hundred people. I, you know what? I can be sitting in my car and I'll miss exits. Hey, man, I'll miss phone calls. People will look, look, drive by and see me at the red light and they think I'm pitching a stinking fit or something. Hey, praise God. Hey, man, the light turned green. Hey, Amen. The preacher, that's crazy. Yes, it is. But God's that good. Here's my deal. If you're not here and you've not committed to Him, no wonder you're miserable. No wonder. Nothing else will satisfy you. Ain't enough women. Ain't enough money. There ain't enough men. There ain't enough trucks. There ain't enough bass boats. They ain't whatever. I don't know. I've never been sorry. I committed my life to Him. And I have failed Him, and I have staggered, I have stumbled. I'm the sorriest excuse for a Christian you'll ever see. I guarantee you that, man. I guarantee I ain't trying to be holy, I'm just telling you. <clears throat> but yet, He committed to me. And that's pretty, pretty wonderful. So here this morning, Never head bowed, never eye closed. I know the message was different. But I tried my best to follow the Lord. I did. Can I ask you this serious question? What are you committed to? Have you ever really committed your life to Him? Really? If you're here this morning and you don't know, you've never committed to Him, why don't you slip out and come right now? God's dealing with you. So, preacher, I need to come make sure. Why don't you come? If God's dealing with you, why don't you come? Nobody's looking. So, preacher, I just need to come and pray. Don't know. Will you come? If you won't commit to the Lord, chances are you're not going to commit to nothing else. You'll never be satisfied. Never. Never be satisfied. Never. You'll live your life and never be satisfied. I hope you're thinking about what I'm telling you. If you're here this morning, you need to come. I beg you to move right now. If you'll come, please. Preacher, I just need to come pray. Won't you come? Maybe you're here and you don't know if you're saved. Won't you come? 
you're waiting on the Lord to make a move. He's done made the move. It's your move. It is your move. When are you going to commit? I'm not asking you to commit to the church without committing to Him first. Would you come? Two questions and I'm done. If you're here this morning and say, Preacher, don't know if I'm saved or not. I've never really totally committed, as far as I know, I've never really totally committed to the Lord. Please pray for me. I'm not going to embarrass nobody. I don't know half of your names anyway, but I'll remember your face. I will. But if there's someone here this morning slip up their hand and say, Preacher, please remember me. I've never committed to the Lord. Never. Pray for me that I will. Anyone in the house, real quick, slip up your hand. God's dealing with you. Will you do that? Last question. Maybe you're here and say, Preacher, I committed years ago, but boy, I have failed him. He's never failed me, Preacher, but boy, I've, I've failed him. My commitment ain't what it needs to be. My commitment to all the other things is because I'm not committed to Him. I remember the day I got saved. I told Him I'd do anything. I'd go anywhere. I'd be whatever as long as He had just saved me. I remember that day. I do too. And boy, how I failed Him. How I failed Him. But yet He's never backed up on His commitment to me. But if you're here this morning, anybody... Say, preacher, just slip up your hand. Say, preacher, pray for me. I'm not as committed as I need to be. I see that. I see that. God bless you. You're not going to get nowhere with God till you get honest with yourself. No, sir. You can blame it on someone else. You can do whatever you want to do. But until we look within ourselves and see where we stand with God, it's not my brother or my sister, oh Lord, it's me. Anyone else? Let's pray. Father, I thank you, Lord, for this time. God, I thank you, Lord, for people putting up with me. Lord, I pray, God, that you'd just search. Father, I pray that hearts would be seeking you. Lord, I pray for the hands that were raised. Lord, I, I pray for those that wouldn't raise. Lord, we know how the devil's fault. We know, Father, that Father, all we can do is just give the word. And Lord, it's up to us. It's our move, Father, I pray. God, have your way. Bless the services tonight. Bless those. Maybe there's someone here that's lost. Lord, I pray that they'd find them an altar. Lord, they'd cry out unto thee and commit their life unto thee, realizing how you've committed to them. Lord, go with us this morning. Bless this day to your honor and your glory. We'll give you all praise and honor we ask in your name. Amen.